0: This is one third of life, the sleep time podcast, for when you are so wrapped up in all of life's little problems that you simply can't unwind, this is the companion that will talk you to sleep. The music you are listening to right now is titled Cylinder Nine by Chris Zabrisky. Now remember, dear listener, as you close your eyes, sleep is a natural part of life that we never have to fall. Mythology Freya Old Norse for the Lady is a goddess associated with love, sex, beauty, fertility, gold, cider, war and death. Freya is the owner of the necklace. Brisingamen Rides a chariot Pulled by two cats Keeps the boar Hildisvini by her side Possesses a cloak Of falcon feathers And by her husband Odir Is the mother Of two daughters Nos And Gosemi. Along with her brother Freyr, Old Norse for the word Lord, her father here, and her mother Njordheer's sister, she is a member of the Vanir, stemming from the Old Norse Freyr, Modern forms of the same include Freya, Freya, and Freja. heavenly afterlife field, Thulkvangir, and there receives half of those that die in battle, whereas the other half go to the god Odin's hall, Valhalla. Within Thulkvangir is her hall, Sesrum Prayer assists other deities by allowing them to use her feathered cloak, which is invoked in matters of fertility and love, and is frequently sought after by powerful Jyotna who wish. She cries tears of red gold for him, and searches for him under assumed names. Freya has numerous names, including Geffen, Hearn, Mardel, Ser, Valfre, and Vadanis. Tested in the Poetic Edda, compiled in the 13th century from earlier traditional sources. In the Prose Edda and Heimskringla, composed by Snorri Sturluson in the 13th century, in several sagas of Icelanders in the short story Sur le Petir, and in the poetry of Skalds, into the modern age in Scandinavian folklore. debated whether Freya and the goddess Frigg ultimately stem from a single goddess common among the Germanic peoples. Connected to her connection to the Valkyries, female battlefield choosers of the slain, and analysed her relation to other goddesses and figures in Germanic mythology, including the thrice-burnt and thrice-reborn Gulvai the goddess Gefjon, Skadhi, Dögtir, Holgerbrudir, Erpa, Menglod, and the first century CE, Isis of the Swaby. Freya's name appears in numerous places around Scandinavia with a high concentration in southern Sweden. Various plants in Scandinavian once bore her name but has been replaced with the name of the Virgin Mary during the process of Christianization. Rural Scandinavians continue to acknowledge Freya as a supernatural figure into the 19th century, and Freya has inspired various works of art. Edda Freya is mentioned or appears in the poems Veluspe, Grimnismal, Lokasena, Drimskvida, a Drungskatir, Hindulukjod. Volupspa contains a stanza that mentions Freya, referring to her. As Urd's girl, Freya being the wife of her husband Urdir. The stanza recounts that Freya was once promised to an unnamed builder, later revealed to be a Jetun and subsequently killed by Thor, which is recounted in detail. In Gilfagining, Chapter 42. In the poem Grimnismal, Odin, disguised as Grimnir, tells the young Agnar that every day Freya allots seats to half of those that are slain in her hall, Folkvangir. Odin owns the other half. Nearly every female in attendance of promiscuity and or unfaithfulness. An aggressive exchange occurs between Loki and Freya. The introduction to the poem notes that among other gods and goddesses, Freya attends a celebration held by the Aegir. In verse. After Loki has flighted with the goddess Frigg, Freya interjects, telling Loki that he is insane for dredging up his terrible deeds, and that Frigg knows the fate of everyone, though she does not tell it. Loki tells her to be silent and says that he knows all about her, that Freya is not lacking in blame. For each of the gods and elves in the hall have been her lover. Freya objects. She says that Loki is lying, that he is just looking to blather about misdeeds and since the gods and goddesses are furious at him, he can expect to go home defeated. Loki tells Freya to be silent, calls her a malicious witch, and conjures a scenario where Freya was once astride her brother when all of the gods, laughing, Surprised the two. Njordir interjects. He says that a woman having a lover other than her husband is harmless. And he points out that Loki has born children and calls Loki a pervert. The poem continues. In turn. Loki borrowing Freya's cloak of feathers, and Thor dressing up as Freya to fool the lusty Jotun Brimir. In the poem, Thor wakes up to find that his powerful hammer Mjolnir is missing. Thor tells Loki of his missing hammer. And the two go to the beautiful court of Freya. Thor asks Freya if she will lend him her cloak of feathers so that they may try to find his hammer. Freya agrees. Loki flies away in the whirring feather cloak, arriving in the land of Jotunheim. He spies Brimir sitting on top of a mound. Brimir reveals that he has hidden Thor's hammer deep within the earth, and that no one will ever know where the hammer is. Unless Freya is brought to him as his wife. Loki flies back, the coke whistling, and returns to the courts of the gods, and Loki tells Thor of Brimir's condition. to see the beautiful Freya, and the first thing that Thor says to Freya is that she should dress herself and put on a bride's headdress, for they shall drive to Jotunheim. At that Freya is furious, the halls of the gods shake, she snorts in anger. And from the goddess, the necklace of Bringsingaman falls. Indignant, Freya responds. Know of me to be of women the lewdest, if we thee I drive to Jotunheim. The gods and goddesses assemble at a thing. And debate how to solve the problem. The god Heimdall proposes to dress Thor up as a bride, complete with bridal dress, headdress, jingling keys, jewelry, and the famous Bringsingerman. Thor objects, but is hushed by Loki. Reminding him that the new owners of the hammer will soon be setting in the land of the gods if the hammer is not returned. Thor is dressed as planned. And Loki is dressed as his maid. Thor and Loki go to Jotunheim. His servants to prepare for the arrival of the daughter of Njordir. When Freya arrives in the morning, Thrym is taken aback by her behavior. Her immense appetite for food and mead is far more than what he expected, and when Thrym goes in for a kiss, Beneath Freya's veil, he finds her eyes terrifying, and he jumps down the hall. The disguised Loki makes excuses for the bride's odd behavior, claiming that she simply has not eaten or slept for eight days. In the end of this, the disguises successfully fool the Jotnar, and upon sight of it, Thor regains his hammer by force. Frigg, Freya, and other unspecified deities. Freya is a main character in the poem Hindluchad, where she assists her faithful servant Otar, in finding information about his ancestry so that he may claim his inheritance. In doing so, Freya turns Ota into her boar, Hildysphiny, and by means of flattery and threats of death by fire, Freya successfully pries the information that Otar needs from the Jotun Hindla. Freya speaks throughout the poem and at one point praises Otar for constructing a hygge, an altar of stones, and frequently making blurt sacrifices to her. An altar stead to me he raised with stones constructed now is the stone as glass become with the blood of oxen he newly sprinkled it o tar ever trusted the Asinium. Edda books, Kildfagening and skapamal In chapter 24 of Kildfagening, the enthroned figure of High says that after the god Njord split with the goddess Skad, he had two beautiful and mighty children, a son Freyr and a daughter Freya. Freyr is the most glorious of the gods and Freya the most glorious of the goddesses. Freya has a dwelling in the heavens, Folk Vangir, and that whenever Freya Rides into battle, she gets half the slain and the other half to Odin. In support, High quotes the grim Nismal stanza mentioned in the poetic Edda. hall called Sessrunir, and that when Freya travels, she sits in a chariot and drives two cats, and that Freya is the most approachable one for people to pray to, and from her name is derived the honorific title. Whereby noble ladies are called fruvor. High adds that Freya has a particular fondness for love songs. And that it is good to pray to her concerning love affairs. Hai High recounts the names and features of various goddesses, including Freya. Regarding Freya, High says that, next to Frigg, Freya is the highest rank among them, and that she owns the necklace Brisingamen. Freya is married to Erd who goes on long travels, and the two have a very fair daughter by the name of Nos. While Erd is absent, Freya stays behind, and in her sorrow she weeps tears of red gold. High notes that Freya has many names, And explains that this is because Freya adopted them when looking for Erd and traveling among 42. High recounts that soon after the gods built the Hall Valhalla, a builder came to them and offered to build for them in three seasons a fortification so solid that no Jotun would be able to come in from Midgard. In exchange, the Builder wants Freha for his bride, and the sun and the moon. After some debate, the gods agree, but with added conditions. In time, just as he is about to complete his work, it is revealed that the Builder is in fact himself a Jotun, and he is killed by Thor. In the meantime, Loki, in the form of a mare, has been impregnated by the Jotun's horse, Svalfari, and so gives birth to Sleipnir. In support, Hai quotes that the Feluspa stanza that mentions Freha. In chapter forty nine, Hai recalls the funeral of Baldir and says that Freya attended the funeral and there drove her cat chariot. The final reference to the goddess. Gill Book Skald Skapamal Freya is mentioned among eight goddesses attending a banquet held for Egea. Chapter 56 details the abduction of the goddess Idun by the Jotun Thrazi in the form of an eagle. Terrified at the prospect of death and torture, Due to his involvement in the abduction of Edun, Loki asks if he may use Freya's falcon shape to fly north to Jotunheim and retrieve the missing goddess. Freya allows it, and using her falcon shape and a furious chase by Eagle Thrasi, Loki successfully returns her. In Chapter 6, a means of referring to Njordir is provided that refers to Freya. In Chapter 7, a means of referring to Freya is provided that refers to the goddess, brother of Freya. In Chapter 8, ways of referring to the god Heimdall are provided, including Loki's enemy, recoverer of Freya's necklace, inferring a myth involving Heimdall recovering Freya's jewels from Loki. In Chapter 17, the Jotun Hrungnir finds himself in Asgard, the realm of the gods, and becomes very drunk. Krongnir boasts that he will move Valhalla to Jotunheim, bury Asgard, and kill all of the gods, with the exception of the goddesses Freya and Sif, who, he says, he will take home with him. Freya is the only one of them that dares to bring him more to drink. Hrungnir says that he will drink all of their ale. After a while, the gods grow bored of Hrungnir's antics and invoke the name of Thor. Thor immediately enters the hall, hammer-raised. Thor is furious and demands to know who is responsible for letting a jotun into Asgard. Who guaranteed Hrungnir's safety, and why Freya would be serving him drink as if at the Asir's banquet. Chapter 18 verses from the 10th-century skalds' competition, þorzdraða, were quoted. A kenning used in the poem refers to Freya. In Chapter 20, poetic ways to refer to Freya are provided: daughter of Njord, sister of Freyr, wife of Óðr. Mother of Thnos, Possessor of the Fallen Slain, And of Sesrumir and Tomcats, Possessor of Brisingamen, Van Deity, Vanadis, And Fair Tear Deity. In Chapter 32, Poetic Ways to Refer to Gold are Provided. Including Freya's weeping, and rain or shower from Freya's eyes. In chapter 33, tells that once the gods journeyed to visit Aegir, one of whom was Freya. In chapter 49, a quote from a work by the skald Einar Skulason. Employs the kenning Urds Bedfellow's Eye Rain, which refers to Freya and means gold. In chapter thirty-six, it explains again that gold can be referred to as Freya's weeping due to her red gold tears. In support, work. By the skalds Skuli, Thorstenson, and Einar Skulason are cited that use Freya's tears or Freya's weeping to represent cold. The chapter features additional quotes from poetry by Einar Skulason that references the goddess and her child Nos. Freya receives a final mention in the Prose Edda in Chapter 75, where a list of goddesses is provided that includes Freya. Wish you only the sweetest of dreams.